1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The New York Times did another piece about uh, something Minnesotan so and frustrating. I'm scared. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Hi. Um, And historically, we have not had a great track record with the New York Times doing stories on Minnesotan things.
0: Yes. So they wrote a piece about the state fair this year. uh We'll get to that in just a moment. But before we find out what the New York Times thought of the Minnesota state fair and why we should all have opinions about it or not. And why we um, I should would care ju- in the first place. Well, I would just like to remind you that this is the same, uh, I don't know, outfit, mm-hmm. some, publication. Some sort of, you know, tabloid rag that uh, has said of our great state that our signature, you remember this? Our signature Thanksgiving dish. Signature. Signature, Meaning The it, dish that separates every- us from. Every other it's, state and it's in the on union.
1: Everybody's table at Thanksgiving was time. Grape salad. Grape salad. Who has grape salad on their table at Thanksgiving? How many, well, I don't even have to count. Actually, I,
0: I bet if we did this, Colleen, if we asked the audience, oh, yeah. how many people since reading about that dumb grape salad actually tried to make it? Okay, no, maybe not zero. anybody. But I, I feel like people only knew about that after the New York Times yeah. made some cockamamie uh, you know, um, article about it. Then, remember, they came after the Honeycrisp apple. Rude. Yeah, they said... What
1: did the Honeycrisp apple do to Our beloved them?
0: Honeycrisp apple, designed right here. Not designed. I don't think you design apples <laughs> these days. We've but,
1: designed this apple. Yeah,
0: uh, I'm from the city. Yeah. Uh, the apples that we grew that um, they were
1: meh developed here at at the University University of of Minnesota Minnesota.
0: exactly Uh, that they were meh and so we we actually sent a case of Honeycrisp apples to the lovely people of the New York Times which they ate
1: Never got a thank you.
0: Never got a thank you. Rude. Okay, so that's the New York Times track record with Minnesota. So when I see that they're writing something else about our fair state, I wonder, huh, I wonder what cockamamie thing they're going to say this time. We are all eyes. There's all sorts of cockamamie in this thing.
1: Okay, tell me about it.
0: Well, first of all, okay, so I just want to tell you um, that the woman who wrote this piece, her name is Allison Duncan. I think she lives here now because she references in in the first paragraph uh, she says, when you move to Minnesota in July, the fact of the Minnesota State Fair is unavoidable, which also okay. well, just sounds kind of You might want to change your name, rude. Allison,
1: because now people know right. who you are, like, and we are not going to be Minnesota nice to you. Like,
0: why would you try to avoid the State Fair right? anyway? Anyway, that is not the thing. There were two things in this particular New York Times piece that uh, really rubbed me the wrong way. Okay okay so the first one again uh this this description and the title is a newbie at the minnesota state fair the first thing is she has cheese curds okay
1: that is i she think, has uh, curds. A thing that you do at this it's state pretty fair. common experience so right? far so good
0: where is the best place to get cheese curds at the minnesota state fair the
1: mouth trap mouth trap mm-hmm.
0: audience agrees
1: yeah let's say I'm that sure word again again mouth 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 trap, right? It's get it it's because like it's like the m-
0: cheese, cheese and a your, mouse, but a mouth and then a mouth. trap. It's a, it's so, so it's cute, mouth right? trap.
1: Mouth trap.
0: Well, in, we all know it. In her article, Ms. Duncan, if indeed that is her actual name, um, well, it
1: won't be for long because she knows.
0: She referenced. <laughs> We're being so <laughs> rude. rude. Um, it's okay. That's not rude what Minnesotans us. are supposed to no, be I doing, know, by the way. Wait, you know
1: what? But when you're rude to us, Already Well technically
0: she wasn't rude, but she said mouse. Well trap. she wasn't,
1: but the New York Times was.
0: In the New York Times it says the best place to get cheese curds at the Minnesota State Fair is the mouse trap. No the mouse trap That's not a thing. I mean it's the New York Times for crying outside. I
1: mean who's vetting this thing? This do they have copy editors anymore? Hello, do your research.
0: Okay, so in addition to that By the
1: way, they had to like they had to publish a correction for that, FYI. Did they actually they do that? They did. They absolutely I didn't see it. Did. I'll show you. But yeah, they did, right go all the way down to the very very bottom in italics. It says an earlier those- version well, no, because Minnesota got mad. And like probably within five minutes, we were all like, that's not the mouth trap. Yeah, it's Idiots.
0: mouth trap. It's uh, a joke. Don't jump. try to get tell it? us about mouth.
1: ourselves, New York. Okay. Don't try to tell us about ourselves. Oh my gosh, we're way too animated. We're talking about,
0: about, about um, this wonderful article on the... And see, I said wonderful because yeah, i nice, nice. That was good. That the so. New York Times did on the Minnesota State Fair. So she's wa- also... I would just like to point out before I get to the other thing that really rubbed me the wrong way is that she walked around the State Fair for seven hours alone. Doesn't that just sound like a sad experience? Yeah, it sounds pretty miserable. Like, could she not have brought a friend? I mean, half of the fun of the Minnesota State Fair... Like, who walks around for seven hours alone? Okay, oh, this lady. Hi, th- but, th- thank you for but coming. See, it, We're it, here like,
1: with you. <laughs> You're not alone.
0: <laughs> but, you know, it's because like me, you probably don't like people very much. I get it. But most of the time, you, you come with people, right?
1: Right. Wait a minute. Hold on. You're not the woman that wrote this article, right? Just to that be that would clear. be awkward. You didn't that would, write Okay. okay good, good. Thank you. All right. Okay. Good. Then let, let, we can get back to we our love you. Talking. We love your now, work in the so New York great. Times. Thank you. That's the
0: Minnesota way, right?
1: Okay. Oh, no. no! I no, love that thing by, you did. All by herself, she wandered around the Minnesota State Fair. That is not how you do the fair. No.
0: And then here was the other fatal flaw that she made. Okay. Fatal. Fatal flaw. <laughs> Buckle in, guys. I will say that. Um, that you know she did a pretty good job of talking about the fact that all we really are here to do is eat that's true um, and you know we're totally fine with that mm-hmm. she says I skipped the corn on the cob okay I, I would what? think that's like number one on the list right because it's a classic state fair thing she says I skipped the corn on the cob why you wonder why because it required an advanced ticket purchase
1: Honey, you were here for seven hours.
0: Okay, no, don't you e- excuse me. You don't have to buy tickets in advance for the corn. You go to the oh, front of the oh, line. I see what you mean. You get a ticket with your money and then you hand it to one of a thousand teenagers right. that are throwing corn at people yeah that's it's not like you had to like order your corn online two days in advance so she got to the fair and couldn't get her dumb corn looks like she didn't looks oh, like i can't get corn. those advanced I ticket sales on that i corn, didn't
1: get to Ticketmaster in time it's
0: touch and go whether i'm getting corn this year <laughs> no it's just because they don't want the dumb person that's taking your grubby dollar bills the to person touch. is not dumb no, well, no I, I just yeah. wanted
1: that because we get animated and sometimes we no, throw not dumb... No, they're not dumb we people we love they're them very and I love their
0: But my point is the reason that you get a ticket is not because they need to have an advanced idea of how many corn cobs they're going to have to serve it's cuz they don't want the delightful young people who are uh, handling corn to be touching your grubby dollar bills yeah yeah I'm and assuming, then, and then anyway. touching
1: the corn with them right? with like, the dirty with your dirty dollar also, hands also
0: other than the ticket part that's pretty much how you get all the food at the state fair you pay somebody and then, like, a teenager hands you a bucket of something that's been deep fried.
1: Yeah, the ticket thing is it, that's it, it should not get in the way between but again, you and corn. The ticket
0: is like tickets here, corn's here. It's not like, well, now I've got to get in my like two day long line for corn. Anyway, so those are the two things that rub me the wrong way. Most of the rest of it is fine.
1: Now that we've really done a number on this, I, hope I feel she's like not we listening. should reach out to this her. This would well, not she's be not good. not listening. She No, she hasn't found us yet. Yeah. We'll have to find her. She's
0: too big bu- she's too busy um, trying
1: to figure out what kind of horrible things she's going to say about Minnesota.
0: And I will say there is that tone. Do we have time? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, I got me. Oh, I need to know go. where I am. So we're talking about the this lovely lady Alison Allison Duncan who wrote about the Minnesota State Fair for the New York Times. We should say thank you to the New York Times for covering us.
1: For recognizing that Minnesota exists.
0: Well, also, (laughs) we do have the most well-attended fair of any in the country, so I feel like they're overdue for an article on the Minnesota State Fair. True that. True that. See, the audience agrees. Okay.
1: They, they, so three of them did. Well, I'm
0: trying to be polite. I'm also just pointing out that maybe they were a little late to the game. That's fine. Um, but she did She did write some nice things about some of yes. the other, you know, like the bunner sculpture. But there's kind of a tone. You know, it's that mm-hmm. tone where it's they're... that
1: talky-downy tone. Well,
0: it's that tone where, like, we're aliens. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe she dropped into our alien world and is describing it to the people outside as if it's somehow unusual.
1: Like, listen to how quaint and adorable this thing that they have. It's called a state fair. So here, pair. can I read
0: a little bit? Please do. Locals gush about the 80-plus different foods served on a stick, the beauty queens carved in 90-pound blocks of butter, the giant Ferris wheels, and the 1,400-pound swine. First of all any of you ever use the word swine? No, that's a New York Times word. Also, I think we have one Ferris wheel. Two. Do we have two? Just two. Well, that one's new.
1: Yeah. So I feel like it's just... I I mean, like, I don't know that I've really put a lot of time and energy and effort into into raving about the Ferris
0: wheels. Last but not least, she just, in that tone again, is like, as a new resident and a first-time fair attendee, I welcomed the advice that she was given by her friends. Mm Mm-hmm even though i didn't exactly follow it okay basically saying like i know like, better thank
1: you all for telling me about how to do the state fair but i'm from new york
0: and i'm going and to, I do know in how my to do it the new things. york way i'm sure she's oh a gosh. lovely lady are we way, i wish her all the best are we should we invite way her too to bitter? we should invite her to the show
1: <laughs> we're not bitter enough not bitter she enough says, yes, okay i like thank that thank you <laughs> Thank Suddenly you. we're in New
0: Jersey. You know, right.
1: I feel like we are gonna reach out to her. Uh, I'm invite her on the show? Invite her on the show. Okay. Actually, you know what I would rather do? What? I'd like to invite her to the state fair.
0: Oh, that would be delightful. And I would like
1: to show her a good time. A good time. <laughs> in a totally non sexy way. Just a like a really way. good yeah. state fair. We'll get her some
0: mouse trap.
1: No, that's not a thing, Bradley. You did it wrong.
0: No, I, I was making a that joke. That's cute. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh well, anyway, suffice it to say. Allison Duncan, we're coming for you. Yeah, right.
0: No, we we would like to. I would. I I think that she deserves a the opportunity to, you know, have her. She got an article in the New York Times. She doesn't deserve anything. <laughs> Other than what she's already getting, which I'm sure is high praise from her editors. All
1: right. There we go. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, okay, I've got a question. How many streaming services do you have? And when do you know you have too many? Thank you. Because there's another streaming service that is on the horizon. And oops-a-daisy, I think I might need to subscribe. We'll talk about that after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on my talk 1071. Alright, so we were gonna talk about a brand new streaming service. I'll be real quick with this. Um it's Nickelodeon and it's like a throwback. And you're not paying streaming for it. service, it's $5.99. You can maybe see like a couple episodes of Double Dare. You can't even see you can't do that on television. That's weird. Blah blah blah, done. We have to go back to the New York Times piece for a couple reasons. Bradley Trainer. Oh, well, it's, wait, really just quick. to make the point. Colleen and Bradley show My Talk One O seven one, streaming live. My Talk 107.1.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen and Bradley Trainer, we're at the State Fair.
0: Just to make the point that we're at the State Fair and how amazing our State Fair is, we brought a marching band for you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> we just talked about the New York Times piece uh, on the Minnesota State Fair, and we kind of were a little Pokey because we we're yeah. a little fussy yes. at how it was covered. Yes. We'll get to that in a moment. But first, we got an email from a listener who said, all caps, RUDE. To us. Her name is Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi. Thanks for listening. We love you. Uh, Amy says So I am embarrassed at how you are ripping this girl apart. My sister works for the New York Times and she was delighted they covered our amazing fair. She was in Germany and can't go herself. She did miss a few things ye old mill, mill, the seed art, but overall, she did a great job. I am not sure I will keep listening to your show from the fair, all caps RUDE, RUDE, RUDE and... RUDE! Rude. Well, I am just beside you know what myself. hang
1: on a second because i feel like reinf- should i go get stephanie? Yeah, that's what i was gonna say i think reinforcements because we actually have like an actual journalist an here
0: in my back pocket yeah
1: okay hold please while i continue to speak on the topic of the new york times so i said to our lovely audience when uh, w- it, during that break we went back into our beautiful brand new building uh and uh, we were talking to some of the other hosts and our friend stephanie march is here who by the way is a journalist, and we got all reanimated about it, and it got like worse. And then I came back out and I talked to the audience about it again. Okay, well, we've invited Ms. Stephanie March to uh, chit chat with us about this New York Times piece about us. Now this is something
0: we actually took your temperature b- backstage because we we're like, okay. What did you think about the New York Times piece? And then we just let you go because she's a I'm legit no short journalist. of opinions,
1: right?
2: Well, here's the deal. I get it that this woman is, you know, and she's the New York Times. Like she moved here and she's gonna pitch the story as a newbie at the Minnesota State Fair, but there was not a very. I didn't think there was a good structured evaluative even structured to the story itself. It was sort of a, I walked in, people told me I had to go check it out.
3: Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including calorie smart
2: But I, and I didn't do any. Anybody
1: told me to do, and then I didn't
2: follow any advice, and I
1: was sort of bored by it
2: all. There was no, there wasn't even a structure. There was no even a moment of like, wow, well, I can see why people who get and who maybe know all this kind yeah. of thing. Seems like she didn't go to, into into any buildings. Seems like she rode the glider, but she didn't really actually experience the fair. She mm-hmm. walked around a lot, got to her feet, and then. And said that she had to buy a bucket of, of Martha's before she left. And
0: not to get too deep into the, like the you know the uh, you know the the narrative arc of the story, but if you start with I just moved here, you would think by the end you could sort of you know sort of like she learned something about Minnesota and is now excited to be a part of this new play, or you know what I mean? There wasn't yeah. that little bit of. There, like relatability there in.
2: was well yeah that's the entire thing like you don't go to us to this kind of a state fair which is the second largest state fair in the country and just sort of re- it's not reportage because it wasn't like she interviewed anybody right it was a totally personal account it was i did this i did this and then she didn't really relate even any ups or downs it was sort of this very blasé you know take on it which to me was like she didn't even say well, I'm going to go next year maybe with a guide or, you know, while, right. like I didn't get it and obviously others do. I don't, she didn't even go that far. It right. was just sort of a the and yet, yet condescending in a lot of the ways, He's painting us as a little bit of r- rubes, obviously,
1: with our which is the thing that I think we get the most animated about we do. is when, because this is consistently what they do in the New York Times is go, let's talk about this flyoverland area. They call themselves Minnesota, yeah, and. You know, we're fine. They want to poke we're, us. We are just fine. Well, I think the
2: best part about Minnesota, okay, we do, and I mean, I bit, right? This yeah. morning yeah. I was all on the yeah. podcast on a stick. I was all up in arms about it. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, so you can hear Oh, good. It
0: there, too. Where do we download that?
2: Any t- anywhere you get your podcast right. or podcast one. Um, so we did download on it there but I as sitting at Peg's Diner but that's my point is like unless it's an east coast thing where they think they invented the commercial sandwich and then then that has reverence then mm-hmm. that has like ideology and lore but if we have something called you know a pronto pup it's like eh, it's, a well, hot it's dog basically stuff. Exa- it's, like it's a, basically like a, pancake
0: batter yeah. wrapped yeah. in a no, hot actually, dog actually
2: yeah. that's not what yeah. it is no. I mean you could have learned the Thank story you. Which right you could have understood and you could have also gone into the depths of well there's a corn dog stand over here and a pronto pup stand over here that's interesting right there was there's nothing interesting about what she wrote that's the thing is there's so many great stories and you don't even have to be like a long time lifer to dig into it but here's what I want to tell you and truthfully what I've decided is we know that there's funny stuff happening here oh yeah there's a llama costume tonight you know costume contest tonight at 6 p.m. We get it. That's a joke. Yeah. Right. We get it. But right. we've written our own jokes. Right. And we yeah. love them. Right. And that's okay. Like, right. You can't make fun of us because we do it all ourselves pretty yeah. professionally. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But wow. I do think they have learned a way. I think the New York Times, ever since Grapegate, when they. <laughs> called our, uh, you know, our, our, our Thanksgiving dish, grape salad, and, and the entire state of Minnesota wrote them Revolted. emails and called their yeah. complaint desk. I think they're like,
1: hey, how can we poke those guys?
0: Yeah. hey, what poke would Poke that totally Minnesota bear.
1: Yeah. Well, that you, you've done it again, you've New done York Times. It now it's war. It.
0: Well, I'm glad. Uh, you know, that makes me happy. And the reason we wanted you to come on here is because, well, you justified our outrage.
1: That's what I do. <laughs> Crazy, stupid idiots coming up next.
4: Over
1: here, by the way. Yeah. Yay. All right. Now we will do another 20 minutes on the New York Times piece. And another thing. Just kidding. No, we're Just not. Just kidding. Do that. Dumb people not doing thing dumb that. things on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. <laughs> 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 everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that guy right there. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots.
3: Well, then, I guess one could say
4: that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah.
0: Colleen and Bradley present CSI. You guys are going to yell oh, at the right time, okay? Yell? It sure is. Why? Well, because it's time for Crazy Stupid Idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Yes. yes. Oh, they're good. You guys get us. This you is get a us. Good audience. This is where we're going, actually. First, Florida? we are going to Florida. Yay. And I want to tell you about thirty-one year old Brandon McComas. Okay. He uh was pulled over recently at around nine twenty in the PM because apparently the police noticed uh, his vehicle didn't have a tag light. What is a tag light? Is that like a light? In the back it's or a, something? It's like a
1: light, I'm sure. It's a
0: light of some kind mm-hmm. that required Oh, maybe for your tag, so they can see your tag. Oh,
1: sure. Anyway,
0: I don't know. But regardless, they pulled him over. And uh, the police officer in question spotted something unusual. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She asked him to get out of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then she noticed something really uh, unusual. What do you think it was? Mm-hmm. He had... You know. Two heads. No, okay. Michael Brandon is his name, but I've called. I've decided to, from right here on, on, on out he's Michael Brandon McComas. He had something very large a, on his person. I mm-hmm. mean, I, do we talk mm-hmm. about
1: that? Is that? Let me
0: describe it for you. It was a large bulge in his yeah, that's pants. What I was afraid of.
1: That's what I was afraid of. A long, something
0: large cylindrical shaped bulge in his pants is that illegal well <laughs> do you have a permit for that <laughs> thing sir no this was one of those situations where the police officer was like is that a large bulge or are in you your just pants happy to see me and uh, actually <laughs> the officer said what is that large no it was actually what is that long cylindrical bulge in your pants and this is where he becomes this is where brandon becomes our crazy stupid idiot his response to her Uh he said to her that's what she said
1: oh okay to
0: the police no. officer Mm-mm. yeah
1: it's not time for jokes. so he
0: was pulling out you know the he pl- uh <laughs>
1: he was he was
0: <laughs> <laughs> the ref we're 12 years old sorry so i'm sorry if you're an adult you need to leave now <laughs> um you're in the wrong because place. you're in the wrong place and we don't have time for that <laughs> um so she said what is that long cylindrical bulge and he said that's what she said no. and she's like no actually that is what i said what is it <laughs>
1: Also, Do you know what arrested. It was? I'm getting drugs.
0: Was it was a drug? marijuana pipe. It was a bong.
1: Oh, my God. And he had <laughs> it in his pants? Yeah.
0: So change one letter and, you know, you have a whole yeah, new story. All right. Anyway, so he was arrested because he had a bong in his pants. <laughs> and,
1: uh, a... Oh, yeah. No. Now exactly. we're being arrested
0: ourselves for oh, telling the bad, inappropriate stories.
1: Holy buckets. All right. For our next story, we must go to Colorado. Oh man, this is a this is a story. Let me tell you what. Oh, good. It, it, no, but honestly, people are talking about it. No, this story you've never heard this one before. I guarantee I you, and I want everybody to put themselves in this position. Okay. okay. So, um, this guy, his name is Cleet Keller.
0: That's just oh, that's name. a nice name.
1: Uh, from Colorado Springs, he had hired a dog sitter from a dog sitting service called WAG to watch his dog while he was on vacation. Well, he came back in the middle of the night. Uh, he was expected to come back, but mm, it was the middle of the night, nevertheless. And he he enters his own home where he has a, uh, a dog sitter who's been watching his beloved dog. Sure. Um... But what he finds is not the dog, nor the dog sitter, but rather, in his living room, two shirtless men and a uh, container of lube in his living room.
0: This is, all of a sudden, this is like an episode of CSI or something. So, the guy walks into his house at one in the morning
1: yeah it's what he this is when he's coming back from his vacation so okay so he's has arriving been, back somebody's been dog and instead dog, of a dog
0: sitter he finds two, two shirtless, shirtless men, men a bottle and lube, a bottle of personal uh lubricant. lubrication and, experience
1: and yeah. a camcorder so he says to the guys this is uh, really
0: yeah, uncomfortable bye, now
1: get out please also where's my dog sitter oh yeah, yeah where's my dog, my dog his dog was locked in a bedroom the, the men left, I know super sad I, that, I wanted to skim right over that piece because okay. that's the sad part we're not the dog talking was, about that dog fine, fine, okay. dog fine right. maybe you know, maybe a little slightly disturbed but dog fine Okay. Um, and uh, he noticed that the shower was running and so he waited for the person to get out of the shower and then he came face to face with the person who he had hired through the dog sitting service WAG to Babysit his dog. Dog said while well, he was out of town. And and he said to her Hi. Oh it was a her It was a sheep.
0: Wow, she was gonna have a party.
1: Oh she had the party, I'm guessing, already because Oh,
0: she was in the shower. He
1: said to her, Um I think it's pretty self explanatory what was going on in my on my couch when I came in and there were two shirtless men and a bottle of that stuff and then yeah. the camcorder and maybe the Maybe there were some remnants of stuff left oh, on the
0: couch. Oh, ew! Yeah,
1: and That's this is okay. a know, family so it's already program. A crazy, stupid idiot, right? But here's where it really gets dumb. The dog sitter, uh, now freshly showered, explains to him, um, "No, the bottle of lubricant was to help me remove my keys that were stuck in my car, and it wasn't at all what it looks like."
0: Can you use that for your getting your keys out of your car?
1: Also, like I don't know, congrats to her for coming up with a plausible excuse that quickly. Yeah,
0: although totally not plausible. Because, because when you walk into your house men. at one in the morning and there are two shirtless men and a bottle of lube, you don't think about somebody getting their keys stuck in their car.
1: And he said, he said, I got my keys, she, she said, I got my keys stuck in my car, so I ended up grabbing what I had in my car. So, for and things. I asked
0: these two gentlemen to yeah. help me with their she shirts says, off. She
1: says, uh, you know, for things that, you know, I do on my personal time. Okay, well, no, the point is it's
0: not your personal time because yes. you're actually working right now. And where's the dog?
1: So now I just want you to know the service, WAG, the dog sitting service, which uh, he used, uh, is now launching an investigation well, as I hope to he what sues actually them took place in his home.
0: And makes, uh, you know, some money back. Right? right? Can you believe? Yeah. I, I thought
1: know. the keys were going to be someplace else.
0: Okay. Ew. You, Ew, Holly. Holly. Why do you always have to go one step it's too far? where your brain is.
4: You're welcome. <sighs>
0: Okay. Can we go to Los Angeles? I feel like we haven't been there in a while. It's usually Florida, right? Okay, I want to tell you the story. Crazy, stupid idiots. Colleen and Bradley out here at the beautiful State Fair. If you hear a lot of loud noise in the background, there's a parade. No big deal. It happens every day. It happens at the State Fair. I want to tell you about 45-year-old Paul Guadalupe Gonzalez. And when somebody has three names, usually they're a criminal. The only problem with that is we all have three names, so you're all criminals. But we okay. just don't
1: use them all the time. Yes, so correct. Criminal.
0: Uh, he, is, he has been connected to a series of crimes. A okay. series of crimes of late that involve him and a bunch of single ladies. Ooh. He liked to go on dates with single ladies. I don't know if he's single or not, but he would go on dates with them at fancy restaurants. Okay? Okay. And uh, right before the check would arrive, he would excuse himself to the restroom.
1: And never come back.
0: And crawl out through the window of the restroom or probably, you know, just go through the front door. Because that's probably how people do that. He, uh, if you will, was a dine and douche. Yes. Bag. Yes, thank you. Right? Dine and douche. Thank you. I think that's what they call that when you do that.
1: I you I think you need to throw a bag on the end. Otherwise, Dinah that's, douche. that's like a, a weird...
0: Didn't she I'm have sorry. a talk show
4: back in the 70s? <laughs>
0: Dinah Douche? No, that's Dinah Shore.
1: <laughs> anyway.
4: <laughs>
0: the, like, the two people who are over the age of 50 got that reference, Holly. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um,
1: <laughs> Killing it.
0: Literally. No, um, so Paul Guadalupe Gonzalez was literally dine and dashing on women to the point that um, there were, gosh, like a dozen women that had been defrauded Now, here's the thing. Some of the women went ahead and paid the bills. Because imagine, you know, you go to a fancy restaurant, you're on a date, you assume either the guy's going to pay or you're going to split the deal, right? right. That's usually how things are done in 2018. Right. I mean, I don't know that because I haven't been on a heterosexual date since 1992.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, But I think that's what you do. Um,
1: I can't answer it either. I've not been on
0: a date at all either. Some of the women paid the bill themselves. Which is lovely. Which is sad, right? Because they're like, oh, yeah, but you know, they felt
1: responsible. They're like,
0: okay. Well, luckily, some of the restaurants actually stepped up. You know, when when the women were like, yeah, my date just left, they um they would pay the bill. So he's actually being. What are you laughing at?
1: I just think that's so rude. Like that is ballsy to be able to. It is really ballsy. Over and over and over.
0: Um, the thing about it is, you may think that's like, oh, that's kind of cute that he did that. Not appropriate, but. Not the worst thing in the world. He's now facing something like 13 years in jail, because those are felony charges of um, basically, you know, dining theft. Yeah, and um, he was also charged with like extortion, and I'm not sure if that's related to the same thing, but grand theft. Are oh all of those things are felonies? And so therefore, I hope
1: he had that in his dating profile because he just sounds like a real winner. What doesn't he?
0: I like to skip out no, on paying the bill. I'm just saying,
1: like this guy, like uh, what a guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I would actually like to read his dating profile to see how he even got those dates in the yeah. first place. Mm-hmm. Ish
0: yeah that's all i got for you
1: thank you for that all right we come back on the colleen and bradley show it is indeed time for the throwback
0: live at 145 245 245. we will
1: be playing our fabulous game bradley (laughs) and i will go head to head to see which one of us can identify the
0: most vintage
1: pop culture audio clips after this on my talk 107 oh now we're live oh now we're live hey bradley it's warming up
0: it's getting a little warm out here, yeah, you guys. Is it nice out. out there?
1: We're heating it up.
0: They look like they're having a, a very nice day.
1: All right, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk1071, One, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Hello. And every day at 245, we take part in the most fun game of our day. It is the throwback live.
3: It's time for the festivus. Actually, it's time for the throwback live at 245. Sweet I must put up just one Colleen versus Bradley.
1: Oh, nerd versus party girl.
3: In a pop culture audio battle.
1: Now before we do this, let's
2: This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is
1: now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free.
3: Let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host, Holly.
4: Holly... Roberts. Hi, happy hump day It's time for the throwback live at 2.45 Here are the rules of the game We'll play five vintage pop culture audio clips The first to identify three correctly Wins the throwback live at 2.45 And Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their names Colleen,
1: I won I, I won Sure about that? Yeah, I am because Bradley was not even paying attention.
0: I'm so totally was. paying attention, but it doesn't matter because we're not actually playing yet. So I know, calm but it's down. It's
1: good to warm up. It's, oh, you should it's always good to practice like you're gonna play. Practice
2: like you're gonna play.
0: Okay, calm oh, down.
1: Oh, you okay there?
0: He might have had a hernia.
1: Oh, okay. He might have had a hernia.
4: Shocking! Uh, before we play <laughs> the throwback live at 2:45, want to update you on the throwback live at 2:45 total victory tally. We've yes. been keeping count of who wins these darn games. Great idea. And as it stands right now, mm-hmm. Bradley has 53 victories with the lar- with the largest
1: streak.
0: I have the largest streak, y'all. Of
1: you don't even know what that means.
4: 29 yeah, I do. It means
0: I've won the most in a row. Yeah. And
1: Colleen.
4: and Colleen
0: has a few more than that.
1: That's right. She has 60. 60. I have 60. I'm totally winning. <laughs>
4: Thank you. Yeah, okay.
0: well, you know.
1: Well,
4: let's get right to it.
0: Nobody's perfect.
1: I am, actually.
0: Oh, bloop. Do mm. you got a minute?
4: Let's play our first vintage pop culture (laughs) audio clip, shall we? Yes. Colleen and Bradley. Yes, listen carefully and identify this piece of vintage pop culture audio.
3: As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Bradley? Is that um,
0: Gangs of New York?
4: (laughs) That is so Uh. not the answer. Sorry. Colleen, I'll play it for you one more time. Listen carefully. Uh,
3: As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster.
1: That's a really good question. What is that that I'm listening to? Such a good question. It is a good question. I'm going to guess that it is... Get out of my face. Um,
0: Five, four, three, two, one. Five
1: seconds. Guess something. The Departed.
4: Stop uh, it, audience. They don't know either.
0: Goodfellas. Like
4: yes, it's from Goodfellas. Thank you very oh, much. I couldn't the remember The lady Insane. in the front row
0: totally knew it. I did Thank not. You. Thank you, ma'am. For Next
1: time, feel free to just mouth feel
4: it. Feel free to
0: just get into my head.
1: Yes. Lady okay. in the front row, this is for you. None for
4: Colleen and Bradley. No <laughs> points okay. in the throwback Bye. live. But, you know, 45. to be fair,
0: to be fair, mm-hmm. I don't think, I think it's safe to say neither of us have seen that movie. No, that's okay. true. <gasps> All right. I know we're really we're horrible people. Is that
1: was that like Ray Liotta or something? Yes, it was. I'm disgusted. Oh, maybe and we're I have moving seen on. on. Maybe I feel like I have seen
4: it. Oh but wow! I didn't care then about
0: who's it. more?
1: Okay,
4: go ahead.
0: Go. Yeah, we're Let's gonna play
4: it. our second vintage pop culture audio clip now. I'm gonna forget what just happened. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and identify this.
1: Colleen, Colleen. That's Man in the Mirror.
0: Oh man, yes. how do you go so mm-hmm. fast? It's not fair. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm gonna make dance. a change yes, I'm gonna feel real good I feel
1: like you should start with the man in the mirror I, I think you
0: change. should start <laughs> well, looking in some other life. thing Just Don't look at me <laughs>
4: Alright, good job Colleen yes. That is Michael Jackson's uh, Man in the mirror One point for me One, one point.
0: sad little point Colleen One sad, sad little How point How many points do you have brother? I've had a lot more in my day
1: Okay. Nice mm. Alright, well let's, let's move on <laughs> Yes, to our third
4: vintage. It's hard
0: to hear. Stop whining! Isn't it hard? It's hard to hear. Yeah, see, the audience agrees with me, and Julia does too. No.
4: no. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, it's hard to hear. Okay, let's play
4: our third vintage pop culture audio clip now. Correctly identify who is talking in this vintage pop culture audio clip.
0: Everybody, Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is. um, Oh, that is Mickey Mouse. That took you too long!
4: Yay! Yay! Good uh, job, Bradley. Everybody.
0: No, I can't even do Mickey Mouse. No,
4: that was like Bobcat Goldthwait.
0: I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> it's like That's Drunk like Rover. Drunk Mickey. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> All right. So Colleen has got a point, one and Bradley point. has a point. Congratulations. Yay. Game is tied. Throwback live at two forty-five. Now, now we're tied. Moving on to the fourth of vintage. Shh. Meep. Quiet. Meep. Hold on, play I'm you having technical difficulty. Oh, okay, I'm sure you we're are. Fine. All right, we're going to play the clip for you. Shut up. Oh, listen.
0: <laughs> everyone up, Bradley Trina.
4: Bradley. Zubilee Zoo. Yay. I didn't watch that.
0: Yeah, well, I didn't either. But I know it.
4: Do you guys on, remember? Hey,
0: Actually, Ben Vereen wasn't he in Zubilee Zoo. Zoo. Yeah. Zubilee Zoo. Yeah. Okay, maybe I did watch it.
4: All right, Bradley Trainer has two oh, points.
0: Look at that. I have two points. Yes, How many points you do. do you have, Colleen? Uh, mm. I have one. Yeah, exactly. All
4: right. Well, I'm still
0: in the game, though. Let's
4: play our fifth vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley, <laughs> Ugh, Colleen, listen carefully and identify this.
0: Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away oh, now. I was
1: so hoping you wouldn't get that.
0: Oh my god, did I just win?
4: I think you just did. That was given away by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. High five,
0: Colleen. Come on, be a good sport. That's not a high five. That's like a low, sad hand. Come on.
1: Don't judge my hand. Thank
4: you. Congratulations, What did I Bradley. win, Holly? <laughs> Bradley, you just won yourself a variety pack of Lee Press-On Nails.
0: Oh, I need those.
4: Congratulations. Because you have, you you have, have to buy to a point.
0: lot of those because they come off really that easily. Was really yeah, because right?
4: what happens when you lose a pinky toe and you don't have a replacement pinky toe, right?
0: What the okay, heck? things got really uncomfortable. Holly, Who, one, what four? are you doing to your pinky toes, Holly? The
1: pinky toe nail on your Lee Press-On Nails.
4: Do you have
0: pinky uh, Lee Press-On toenails?
1: I'm confused. <laughs> I think you were doing it wrong, Holly. I don't think you're. Supposed are you to putting put them on fingernails your on
0: your toes,
1: Holly? <laughs> Did you go, Holly? Where I, are you? I
0: think she's cons- um, consulting her toes at this point.
1: <laughs> Holly, seriously, do you have Lee, do you have Lee press on toenails?
4: You can, can't
1: you? <laughs>
0: There's one lady who's giving you a mild perhaps She's like
1: I don't know I've never tried it but Sounds fine I guess
4: I guess that makes sense but I would say like
0: Wow those are some really long I mean like why would you need fake toenails
1: i know why wouldn't you look <laughs> are you a foot model or something holly is I there don't
0: a, know. like i just now i just see holly in sandals with like these really, really
1: long toenails <laughs> you know i i used to be fascinated in the guinness book of records with the person with the longest fingernails oh, God. did they ever do the longest toenails I mean, it has got to be sure a thing. That okay, did. look, kiss fashion toenails. You can buy them and get yourself a French okay, pedicure.
4: Okay,
0: she's fashion it. toenails. She has
1: googled it. Fashion, of
0: like if your life involves fashion toenails, I I feel sorry for you. Hey, um, what was I going to say? I totally forgot. you've
1: got thirty seconds to say it.
0: Have a wonderful day. Oh my gosh,
1: you too.
0: Thanks for letting me win.
1: I, you're welcome for letting you win because I did. Uh, have a great time at the fair. Have a great time at the fair, Bradley. Have a great time at the fair, everybody. We will be. Back tomorrow. Lori and Julia coming up next to entertain you on my talk one oh seven one and thanks again to WyZetta Cosmetic Surgery and Spa for our broadcast today.